Day 23. Day 23, take two. Take two, different platform, same day. Same day, gonna just try what works, I guess. So all that stuff that you said that was really heartfelt and deep yeah. and connected, that just that rich stuff, just say that all over again. Just repeat it again, exactly as it was. Um, so, so today we had kind of day two for me, face-to-face -face with real live um, students. And I found that I felt a lot more comfortable in the physical space because sometimes that's part of it too, getting used to your surroundings is a big piece um, and knowing like kind of where, where to move about, especially with, um, you know, our new just social distancing stuff, like getting all that in place too. But then I was able to have some, some good conversations with some of the students that felt a little easier than yesterday, like not as, um, not as awkward. Um, and that, that was, that was really, really enjoyable. And, uh, I was able to kind of go through something that was a little bit challenging in terms of just kind of, um, you were able to highlight for me at the end of the day where something could have been, could have been harmful, not harm, not harmful wasn't the word we used, could have been stress inducing for the student um, I'll give a little bit of a backstory there. So as part of a um, gesture, you uh, had offered the, the idea forward about maybe writing some personalized notes to students, just trying to find different ways to build connections uh, because really we didn't get very much time face-to-face -face with, with students. So uh, I've been working on individual, like just um, overall, thank you. It was great to spend some time getting to know you. I hope you have a great winter break. Like just, just a happy... Uh, appreciative message. So I was handing out letters to the students today that we were with face to face. And um, of course, people were, there was a little bit of banter back and forth, students were talking. And uh, I don't know if it was myself or if a student kind of made a, I think it was me. I said, uh, just forewarning, none of the envelopes have been licked. I did not lick any of them. And it was kind of just trying to be light and keep it, uh, keep it kind of open light. And I wasn't aware of some of the individual students' experiences um, throughout this pandemic or what, what students may have been through. And, I, and that was my first, my first, I'm not mistake, I, I think my first blind spot um, that I didn't really have a, I didn't really have an understanding of that. And by not being choosing my wording more carefully, I could have been a trigger to some previous um, negative experiences that students have been through. So this came into conversation at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, kind of one student had a real apprehensive comment to the to the joke about not licking the envelopes and then handing them all out to students. Uh, because, you know, full disclosure, I did not lick any of the envelopes that was I was very careful about uh, those kinds of crossovers and um, but the the student kind of questioned it and said well did you lick mine and I said no 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 like we joked a little bit about like that for a moment um, and then you and I had a chance to talk about it at the end of the day not realizing that that may have been a challenge for for some of our students and talking about our our privilege and our approach even in simple interactions like that where 
you know, my stance was we were having a really great kind of playful banter back and forth, building some of that open, um, friendly relationship. But in doing that, I may have caused some anxiety or stress for that student. And it was just purely out of, I like, I just wasn't taking the depth of uh, what, what my joke was maybe about um, into consideration. So, so you and I had a, a brief chat about that. I mean, you're welcome to drop in um, with your thoughts about it. We, we chatted I'm letting you, you're into your flow. I'm, so I'm just, I'm, I'm letting you work it I'm through. Going, I'm going. So what, so what I did end up doing, um, and I haven't really shared this with you yet because we worked from home this afternoon, but I did end up reaching out to the students uh, just, just with an email, just to make sure that um, they, they, they really solidified the message that I, I, I did not, uh, I did not mean harm by that statement. I didn't mean to cause stress or anxiety. Um, I absolutely took into consideration safety and, um, you know, didn't did that was very much just uh, passing humor that was not considered well in that moment. Um, and the student immediately replied and and you know thanked me for that and and said no they were joking also. So there was some some feedback which kind of made me feel a little bit better because I did leave feeling like oh crap man like I should I should have. I should have been more, it's always this coming back to being grounded and present. And sometimes, sometimes I get, I, I, I miss things because I'm not maybe present in the moment. And this maybe was an example of that where, yeah, I was present having conversation, but I wasn't consciously thinking about the words coming out of my mouth next. Um, and I think that's going to be huge for me long-term is being able to kind of uh, not, not, plan or script what I'm saying, but be able to adjust to conversations quickly with students and staff and peers, families, whatever, kind of be aware of what might come next and really consciously think about the words, the words that I'm saying, the meaning behind them and the power that it can have, especially in my position of privilege uh, as an educator, as a person in power. Um, um, like there's me, so many layers to that. But for sure. So, um, I like that you sort of, because I, I will say offhand, day 23, one of the first points is, um, ah, crap. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. one of the, the, I think that first, yeah. Um, it's um, the second thing that I wrote down, and we haven't, so just uh, with, with, with you jumping in so fully and just immersing yourself and starting to work with the students, mm -hmm. I can, there's, a, there is a, um, like you, you made, you made, quick connections with the students. I mean, and you're mm -hmm. starting to see the value. I think it, it sounds as if you're starting to see the value of having invested uh, four weeks connecting and giving feedback and having uh, online conversations and mm -hmm. sort of having online moments with the students. Right. Yeah. So we've had, we, we have, we have good crews in both of the sections. So that's, mm -hmm. you land in a space where it was an open space where relationships were ready to be built. So mm -hmm. that's a very good starting point. I love your observation about power. I love your observation about being mindful of our words. The the thing that you could almost never do, but you do have me thinking forward about what probably, I guess, uh, on me, what I should have done was let you read my notes 
so that's the one thing like uh you haven't had a chance to go through any of my anecdotals not that necessarily they'd be useful at this point but often often when um ltos come into the school so anyone that's coming in for you know a short-term sort of a occasional placement they will get a little bit of background around the school and then depending Mm -hmm. on um you know the teacher and depending on the, the class configuration, there could be deeper notes that are within there. So now you've got me thinking that moving forward, being able to take, um, being able to take a teacher candidate or any other uh, individual that's coming into my classroom through the necessary anecdotal notes so that they have a shape, the sort of the shape and color and sort of tone of where each student is kind of at mm-hmm. is, is really, really important. So that was, that was definitely, a um, I would say a, um, a blind spot in my practice in working with you. I didn't, I hadn't considered that. I, I thought about it from the point of view of how well can you arrive and on ramp and just start moving forward with the rest mm-hmm. of the class. I hadn't yeah. considered the, 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 um, I hadn't considered the, the impact of not having a fulsome understanding of all the students. So, um, and you're, I also appreciate fully the reflection that, uh, without knowing how, without knowing how, uh, COVID has connected with some students, Mm -hmm. the power dynamic can make it seem as in, as if we are in a friendly, jokey conversation, but because compliance is such a big part of student teacher relationships, even in the laughs, there can be a, an element of, um, the student laughing along because the teacher's laughing, not because mm-hmm. they're actually laughing. And those are all, this is all really complex. This is like going back to our previous episode, like I said about the word cloud, yeah. because, because it has on the surface a very, there is a simple way to deal with this and it's to sort of just be playful with your students. Right. But if we're looking for the invitations into their moments and not forcing them to sort of behave in a certain way, then I think this is great observation for you. And the way that I kind of look at it is that, the question that I ask myself is who's the third person in this conversation. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that could be a parent that could be a friend where they're leaving the class and, you know, sharing their experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we put it in, in this context of I've had experiences where it wasn't until I actually shared the experience with somebody else that they said, Oh, um, really? Like, have you thought about maybe this other thing? And then right. I'm, I start to think, oh, geez, I wasn't even queuing into that, but maybe that is a thing. Yeah. yeah. And as a teacher, I think it's always, always important to pay attention to the possibility that there's a third person in your conversation. I would, I would say even like before when I was talking about case management that, you know, as soon as you start to work, um, you're starting to work uh, to create some sort of a plan for a student uh, in that moment there are other individuals, teachers, mentors, parents, guardians, um, coaches, other individuals that can automatically be tapped to sort of help the student move in a direction that would be beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. The same moment you're having a conversation that seems one-to-one, there are other people that this conversation will make it to. Right. So right. the third person in the combo is, um, it's worth imagining who that could be. Right. And I think part of it, like it's, I think it's great for me to have some of these oh crap moments because I mean, there's <laughs> going to be some solid learning. Um, do you there. want it to be oh crap or ah crap? Um, I feel like maybe the ah crap is okay. better. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I think, no. I think I like the sort of like the slow burn of the ah yeah, yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah okay. because honestly, 
that was a fleeting moment that I, I, from my feeling walking away from it, I, I thought, all I thought was, oh, I had a, a, a kind of a fun interaction there. And it wasn't sorry for that. candy stealing. No, I feel no, like I, I, you gotta, you gotta keep me, <laughs> you gotta keep me on the, on the path because there's so many things. And this is, this has been a huge part of the whole experience that we've had together. Um, there are so many things that I would never have even considered, whether that's because of my own lived experience, whether it's because of my, um, opportunities to engage with students in certain capacities up till now. Like I've, I've had lots of different, I guess, uh, roles working with students, but this is, this is a very different one. Um, it could be because I, of where I am in terms of my, my career development and, and my own education. There's just so many moments where you have brought something forward. You've never, you've never made me feel like you've kind of forced me into it. It's this dangle me in front of opportunities, but it's, it's opening the lids to a lot of boxes. I think I've used that before. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've, um, you've kind of just rummaged through some things for me that maybe I would have left buried if I never knew. Right. And, and going forward that that's something that I, I'm not going to say I'm never going to have a ah, crap moments because I'm going to have a lot of them. But being able to recognize them, speak to them, and then take ownership and responsibility on how to uh, how to move forward, because I think that was the second part of our conversation. Now that I know that I may have caused stress and anxiety, what do I do with that information to support the student and mm -hmm. and and ensure that that relationship isn't damaged? Because you could just say, oh, "I'm sure it was fine," and just let it go and walk away. But through our conversation, I felt like it was probably important for me to follow up um, and at least at least vocalize my own my ownership of it and my responsibility in that um, to ensure the well-being of the student. So I, I do appreciate, um, you know, that I do appreciate those those moments because that's that's for me when when really things get to be solidified and I can I can call back on this moment conversation experience later and have some real um like methods or approaches or even just more being more conscious of of every of everything I, it's i know it's a big statement but uh, being aware and being present is is going to be um it's going to be huge for for my yeah. future and you're definitely you're in that space of developing the awareness and also developing the fluency to be able to name it mm -hmm. Because do you you sort of you can get to the space where like you're yeah there was something about that interaction what mm -hmm. is it and it's really important to be able to name it in order to start to build a strategy to address it um, mm -hmm. and I think if you take the if you take the the slight discomfort or that momentary itch like there was something that there was something about that conversation you pack it away too quick. Mm -hmm. um, especially if it happens away from reflective practice or it happens away from any mentorship, uh, stuff is busy. We get mm -hmm. busy, we get quick, we get wrapped up. The next thing sort of is presented to you, you know, like life isn't always sequential yeah. where you can sort of say, I'll, I'll think about this thing for now and keep the other thing away. Um, yep. and definitely the workday doesn't always work well that way. So being able to, being able to be sensitive to the the itchiness, like something just happened. And then second, to be able to put some words to it so it makes it concrete in your thinking is key. Yeah, because that that moment may have been, you know, fleeting and nothing kind of for me, but but to a student, it may have just rocked their whole 
day, their whole week, their next month. Like you just never know the power of what you're, well, I think you, I think you do, you do know the power of what you're doing and you need to be aware of how much power Mm -hmm. that is like what that, what that can mean for other people. And, and there's one last little, one last piece to it is that the, the worst case scenario is that it's never, if you don't catch it in your own attention, Mm -hmm. the worst case scenario is not that, that, that the third person comes back and talk to you about it. Right. It's not, and we, if we, let's say the, the, let's say the parent is the third person in the conversation. The worst case scenario is not the parent coming back and saying, Hey, whoa, like that was, that was not a good joke. The Mm -hmm. worst case scenario is never having this conversation brought back to you. True. And that's the one that can become, that's the one that you never have a chance to work through, right? You Mm -hmm. never have a chance necessarily to return to that space. And that seems to me to be the exact opposite of reflective practice. Mm -hmm. Reflective practice for me inherently means you can, you can kind of go back to some of those spaces to be able to um, nourish yourself from the wisdom a little bit more when you're ready to kind of unpack it a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. I think you wanted to land a little bit on deep work. Yeah, I think we're, so, so if I, I mean, you can, you can jump in anytime, but I think on Monday, uh, we had started to collectively do some, um, some marking, some, some assessment of student work. And uh, because there's a lot of like dialogue back and forth between you and I throughout the day, sometimes um, we jump kind of task to task, moment to moment, doing lots of different things. Um, and then we were we were both working individually, but chatting back and forth. And there was a couple of tasks that needed to get knocked down. Um, and so you you would kind of said, okay, how much time are you thinking? And then we allocated, I think it was like twenty minutes to check back in, but we were going to not speak um, because we needed we needed to just just let the let the work be the the um, the the important. Uh, or the the forefront of that that time frame, so we so we started working, and I think I think I I kind of spoke before the the allotted time was finished, and you were like, no no no, two minutes, we have two minutes left or some something. I mean, am I am I painting the right picture? Am I going off? I was on the I, I totally I was an ass. Like I did <laughs> I call I was like yeah I think I might even did a voice or something you know <laughs> calling out the two that we still have two minutes yeah yeah and um, I, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll admit that at first I was like what what do you what do you mean we still have time and and I then I realized that yeah we had we had we had allocated this specific amount of time to really invest in what that task was specific at that moment and even though my time was up should should I have been finished even like so I had I had extra time we've talked about this before now that we've condensed our work and and streamlined it you find that you might have extra moments in the day what are you doing with that extra time what are you maximizing um and and I think it was oh yeah I should I should really um I should really be be uh what's the word I'm looking for I should, I should be true to the fact that I said I'm going to give it the 20 minutes and stick with the task during that time frame. Um, I like the word. I like the word shrewd. Shrewd. I, I think shrewd has a. I think a shrewd. I think shrewd is. Um, um, I like the word uh, economical. I like mm-hmm. the word shrewd. Mm-hmm. I like the word strategic. 
Um, it has to do with a little bit of like that sharpness of mind to be able to um, really optimize your moment. Mm -hmm. And the two minutes were that was a that was a real amount of time. And mm -hmm. um, you know, we can we can be kind of jokey. And two minutes is still you know a small amount of time to do something. But I think to be able to take the pause to pivot to do something with it is the exercise. That's the discipline. Mm -hmm. that, that part is a discipline, not the fact that you're calling yourself out for two minutes of change. It's not like, and you can have fun with it and you can push back and kind of like, come on, Clef, two minutes, I want to talk now. And then we sort of <laughs> talk about, you know, the fact that we're not going to use the two minutes. Um, a buddy, a buddy of mine, Glennie, when we used to call him when we were kids, he used to always say, you know, take, uh, take care of the pennies and the dollars take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, what? What does that even mean? I don't want pennies. But he was always the guy that was picking up change. But right. he was also the guy that always had money in his pocket. Like always, he always had pocket cash. And I'm mm -hmm. not going to say it's because he was constantly picking up change. And he'd be over at my house, like his hand down in the couch, like looking to see <laughs> change. But but there's something to that, right? Right. And the, the other sort of like side, the adjacent example of that was I think I shared with you about when I first started podcasting. And it used to take me yes. like 10 hours to do an yeah. episode about an hour and change episode between the, you know, the research and the connecting and the recording mm -hmm. and then the scheduling recording and then the, the post-production, that kind of stuff, yeah. like about 10 hours. And then, I, I, you know, over the years, year, 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 I managed to knock that down to about three hours and change. And I, I was like, cool, I can do like my only observation was, yay, I can do this faster. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until like another year after that, that I had a moment like, what am I doing with those other six and a half hours now? Cause there is right. only a finite amount of time. And this is also, I was in motion doing a lot, a lot of podcasts, but I think sort of to, to pay attention to that is, is, is a good thing to do because you start to realize you're not looking to make your day any longer, mm -hmm. but if you can make your day lighter, because you're able to kind of like create this almost like kata of movement through your day, where you are looking for some of these efficiencies and you start to build it up as a discipline, then two minutes can it might not make a difference but it can get another thing done right so right i think and i think i maybe early on in our in our interactions was like wow i feel like you have just more hours in your day but it's not it's not about that it's about how you optimize um and how you honor your time um, and it's, it become it comes down to those two minutes and, and you can choose to, you know, throw them away and, and jump to the next thing. And, um, but I think, I think it loses value. So in, in that two minutes, I was able to go back over what I had done. And, and then I was, I felt more confident about what I had done to then talk about it with you after in terms of like the assessment piece. Um, so, so I, if I hadn't, taken the two minutes would I have had the same value in being able to communicate my thinking maybe not maybe yes I don't know but it's it's always good to recognize those opportunities to to honor the task and to um you know put put, put priority on the deep work that needs to get done mm -hmm. I was going to send you a text of this but I actually I have to call a parent in about oh, three minutes yeah 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 so here's the Here's the efficiency part. Yeah, I just, I got a message. Somebody wants to connect with me. So sure. um, where do you want to wrap this? Why don't I just uh, throw a question out to you then? I think maybe I had um, expressed it in another day, uh, but I don't think we landed on it in, in a recording. But if you could 
moving forward, is this the ideal model for 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 learning and for teaching for you? Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, are there parts of it that you feel like you would like to continue to do? Are there parts of it that you want to throw away? Do you do you still want face to face? I guess this is nine questions in one. But, <laughs> but, but I like that. Yeah, that, throw like, nine. But I, I've seen I've seen a lot of your skills. Uh, in terms of being able to the, the disciplines that online teaching requires, I feel like there's a you have a lot of strength there. Um, and I've now this week I've been able to kind of see some of your face to face strategies and techniques and 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 I wonder I wonder for you yourself where you would where you would like to be in in this model of mm. virtual non virtual like. Yeah, I think that's kind of, is this the ideal model or do you have a different design? I gotcha. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good question. They've all been good questions, but I, I like this <laughs> question too. I got, I got, I got stuff to say about that for sure. All right. Day 24 to come. Day 24. All right. Stay all tuned. Right. Bye. <laughs> Ciao.